Hello, hello, all my friendly friends. I am here on this beautiful day. It is absolutely gorgeous outside. Um, and it happens to be the 8th of August, 2022. And a big day um, on the calendar for a lot of folks, um, for everyone, whether they know it or not, it is a big day. And I am spending a bit of the morning of August 8th with uh, a sweet friend, dear friend, a trusted friend, uh, Lena Liz. He is with me as a Reiki master, and I am so excited to spend some time with her. Um, welcome to my room. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me, my dear. It is a magical day to connect with you. <laughs> I appreciate you so much being here. Um, why is today a big deal? Eight, eight. Why eight, is the Lion's eight. Portal? Can you tell everyone why Lion's Portal is a big deal? Yeah. So today is actually a really amazing cosmic conjunction that is going on. It happens every single year. And it's a time for us to actually tap into what they call like the thinning between the spirit world and the physical world. And this allows us to gain access to information from our higher selves, straight from our soul, from our spirit guides. And it actually gives us like access to that information to bring it down through uh, meditation or through journaling, um, through different sorts of ceremonies and rituals and tools and techniques that you can use on this day to connect with that energy and frequency to receive these downloads in, in what we call upgrades. Wow. It's a really exciting day. Yeah. <laughs> and so have you like not slept? Like, do you wake up at 1201 <laughs> and start? <laughs> No, I actually, so I created a Lionsgate meditation for everybody yesterday. And so I actually received it this morning, which is uh, so different than channeling it, right? Because when I'm channeling it, like I'm in it, I'm, I'm channeling it, I'm writing it, I'm speaking it, I'm recording it, I'm editing it. But then to actually listen to my own voice is it's like a whole different level. I'm telling you. So, so yesterday was like a lot of, um, of the work of it. And then today is sort of like the process of integrating the work um, and then just allowing that to permeate into my energy field so that I can go and um, be this like space holder for other people in the in the circles I have coming up that closes out that energy on the 13th. So wow. really excited. Yeah. Wow. You fast, you're a fascinating individual to me. I <laughs> we just got you. right into it, huh? It's, it's so, it's so <laughs> much, it's so inspiring to listen to you just be in your, in your space and to mm. know someone who just so is liquid with it. You're just liquid <laughs> with it. I love it. You know, yes, it, so you have yes. to be in that flow state. Yeah. Eyes on you. Um, well, I haven't always been this way, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I laid eyes on you. Um, you just reminded me before we started recording. Um, I laid eyes on you the month of November last year. So not even a year ago. And I was not in great shape. Um, physically, mentally, just not in great shape overall, just um, in a bad space because mostly I was blaming it on my, my job situation. Um, but it was just a compact of 
it was a, it was a multi-car pileup mm -hmm. of, uh, multiple factors, um, that had gone on in my life over the previous multiple years that I'd done to myself. Um, but also, you know, at the hand of, of, um, bigger things and, and bigger people, but, um, I had tried an, an energy healer, um, massage energy release, um, trying to find a way to get over some things in the past, um, that were holding me back in, in my sobriety, kind of eating at me, um, and felt like I needed a next step with it and had never had been intrigued by Reiki, um, but had never taken the plunge with it. And in the grand scheme of things, understood it with, um, that it helped first responders, which was cool for me to hear. So sure, I'll go for it. And like, bring me something, like bring me some kind of like break on this jam up multi-car. I can't get out of this compact feeling that I feel oh. like I'm about to die of a heart attack. Yes. And I walked in, found you on the internet. Mm -hmm. I loved your vibe. <laughs> That's what it, I mean, it was this is my, this is my language. I love just so yes. First impressions. Yes. At all. It was there. I called, I got in, I think it was a multiple weeks. And then you told me the next couple of weeks, the next 21 days are going to be, have you ever had a treatment before Natalie? No. Okay, well, wait, I need you to do this. I need you to do this. And the 21 days, and I kept hearing this, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. And it was, I think, a week later that I quit my job and said, yeah, no, thank you. This is crazy. I mean, you were at the front end of a whoosh of multiple things over the last many months that have come forward of like, holy crap, we got to get a hold of this train. Can you just for anybody that's listening that may trip upon this, introduce them to the magic of the concept of Reiki? Oh, definitely. I would love, <laughs> I I've witnessed it for, I've felt it. I have experienced it firsthand. What is its magic? Well, its magic is actually releasing you from that compounded, compacted feeling that you were just talking about. I uh, use the analogy that our energy field is just like a car. If we drive it around, it's going to get dirty. So if you live your life just like a normal person, your energy field is going to get clogged and congested with traumas that happen to us, but also thoughts that create vibrations in our energy field and also emotions. So when you talk about um, making sure that your body, mind, spirit is all in balance, because it's not just like a mental game, that's where we sort of kind of meet all three worlds is in energy work. So as an energy practitioner, I work in specifically with the chakra system and then all the layers of our human energy field. And you might know it as referred to as the aura. Now, this is actually a frequency that is pulsing around our physical being. It's an extension of our thoughts, 
of our emotions. And I know that like the idea or the thought is kind of hard that like our thoughts create things, but it's actually been proven. You can think a certain thought and it will create a Hertz vibration that ends up on the scale of thoughts and emotions. So just to give you an example, if you have like anger or fear, or you go through a traumatic event and you feel very emotional, that actually comes up out of your vibrational body that by the way, is alive with what's called chi or our life force energy. And you have that strong emotion. It comes out of your frequency and it creates a sort of density in this like fascia or muscle around our physical body. So just like we have muscles in our actual mm -hmm. body, we have that huge muscle called our aura that extends about like even 10 feet, six to 10 feet off of our physical body. And that's where we're storing and holding on to all those emotions, thoughts, traumas, things that we've brushed under the rug, things we haven't dealt with. And the cool thing about doing Reiki is that when I'm in a session and I'm channeling light, I'm actually able to raise my own personal energy signature or vibration really, really high on the scale of the Hertz frequencies. It actually starts to hit right at about 528 Hertz. So let's go back to that feeling of anger or sadness or trauma. When we meet that on the scale of vibrations, that probably clicks and ticks right at about like 30 Hertz. The quality and texture of that Hertz feeling emotion, vibration, or trauma would create a tangible feeling around it if you tuned into your ex extrasensory perceptions. Everybody has the ability to sense and feel energy around other people that have chi, okay, and living things. And so if I were to put a name on that quality or texture of that grief or sadness, it could be sluggish, it could be thick, molasses, dense, sharp. Um, it could have That's a certain amazing. shape to it. Yeah, for sure. And so what happens during Reiki is I'm able to lower my brain waves into the alpha state, which is the channeling state. And that's where I can tune into my spidey senses, into my own extrasensory perceptions as a human being that we all have the ability to tap into. And in that altered state, in that kind of zoned out state, I'm able to locate and find that 30 hertz dense vibration somewhere in that big fascia around you. You, right. And then I take that 528 Hertz vibration and guess what that is. It's literally the feeling and vibration of love, mm -hmm. of gratefulness. And you know, how I get there is like a whole nother conversation, um, in activation for us, but I fill my frequency with this and I, my body, my beating body becomes a channel. It literally becomes a conduit for this love frequency. So I open up in my crown chakra. I invite that love frequency into my body. I get completely lit up. So I fill my cup and I'm able to locate and find that density. And then if you just think of like fifth grade science, I tell people think of like a 30 Hertz molecule or vibration or atom, and it's sitting here and it's stagnant and it's dense and it's creating dark colors. This one up here, that's 528 is so bright. It's so light. It's so airy that it comes in and literally demolishes this down. Mm -hmm. And so Reiki is so unique and different than any other sort of healing technique, because mm -hmm. as the Reiki practitioner, as the light worker, I receive, like I literally am receiving lighting my field up with 520. 
28 Hertz frequency, which is doing so many positive things in our body and in our brainwaves and in our mind, by the way. And then I'm able to channel it into you melting down all of your little knots. And so during the Reiki session, I basically go through and just give you an energetic massage. I am massaging out all of those densities in your aura so that your own chi or life force energy can be fully restored. Your body's own natural ability to heal can then kick in and you can go back into homeostasis. So if we are like holding on to that stress and holding on to those traumas and things that we're just going to say to ourselves, oh, I'll just deal with that later. Or I just pushed that so far out that I just didn't even let it process and move through my body. Eventually, if we hang on and store, store those in our frequency, it's like, you get constipated literally. And then we have our seven chakras. Well, we actually have more, but let's talk about the seven and each of them are placed really specifically on our physical body. And they regulate different parts of our physical being our, our mental well-being and our energetic well-being. It's really quite interesting when you start to study the energy anatomy and how it, it matches up. It's almost sort of like whoa, how come we didn't know this when we were like in third grade, right? Mm -hmm. And so eventually when you hold and store all those heavy feelings, let's say in your heart chakra, somewhere in your vast energy field, eventually that life force energy or chi that we're talking about, um, it cannot pump through your chakra system anymore. It can't get through. It's like it's like your arteries get clogged to your heart. So when that happens, the actual organs and tissues of your physical body start to become affected. And we start noticing it in our life. Autoimmune diseases form. We start to get chronic inflammation, uh, tumors grow, cancer forms, diabetes. We get vertigo. We have anxiety, depression. We get on meds. We have thyroid disease. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And it's so very interesting during a Reiki session because I do what I call body mapping. And this is what I teach all my students too. And this was actually um, birthed and channeled through just my experience over the years of being a Reiki practitioner is I'll body map you. So I'll take your energy field and look at it as a whole. And we'll talk to you about the quality and health of the flow of your chi to those specific chakra areas and how that might be affecting you chronically or even acutely. Mm -hmm. So that really is the magic of Reiki. At the end, I leave all of your energy centers aligned right on that center current of energy. We call it your Hara line, spinning in a clockwise direction and illuminating the healthy color that it should be. Now that's just like kind of a short version of the education that I do with people when they come in for first time clients, but I hope that, you know, explained it in layman's terms as much as I could in, you know, a Absolutely. seven minute explanation. Yeah. It was beautiful. Good. It's beautiful. And we have like seven more episodes to do because <laughs> exactly <laughs> when I get my pin out, I'm like, yes, okay. We're doing, for sure. mapping, we're doing chakras. Yeah. We're doing yeah we got to get deeper. We got to go deeper into that okay. for sure. <laughs> well, and I know this is like, people are hungry for this Yes, because it is a part of mental fitness. For me, I believe yes. that, um, Reiki, you've found a way to start massaging out, um, really what needed I recall in our first session that, um, my, we had to spend a lot of time on my root chakra 
Um, and then I had been experiencing for many, many months of feeling of being constipated um, and completely locked up in my, from my um, literally the bottom of my chin through um, my rib cage and feeling like I couldn't lift my arms, couldn't feel, you know, anything. Wow. Uh, it was just, it, and having you, I mean, I fell asleep. I, I know I did that because it is such a relaxing space that you create. Um, and you worked your magic to a point where the things I needed to get rid of came forward rather quickly. Um, why, what is that 21 day? What is that? What, like, what happens when yeah. you say, this is going to help. I mean, literally it's like, you're going to get right with some things. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope you're ready for this. <laughs> and so, I mean, for me, it was like, hell yeah, I'm ready. Like, what, what are you, there was a little bit of disbelief, like, yeah, yeah show me what you got. But it was also like a relief to be like, yeah, like, show me what you got. For Seriously. Sure. Like I am blocked. Right. And I know everybody doesn't come to you with like such desperation, like, oh my God, I'm just like, I'm so snagged up. Please help free me. Um, but what is that? what, what, what happens? What, what happens? So what happens with that 21 day cleansing period is what's, what's at work right now is called the law of vibration. The law of vibration literally means that whatever is resonating back down at those lower frequencies that was once in your life that felt comfortable now no longer feels comfortable. And I mean, it could be a person, a situation, it could be um, an environment that you're in, a way of speaking to yourself, an addiction, a lower vibrating thought form that you keep going back to. Whatever it is, when you leave when you leave a Reiki session, if it's done properly, you're working on that law of vibration. So I come in and I'm able to clear all the densities so that your overall resonating energy signature, which is your overall vibration is now at a more permanent higher essence. So let's say you came into my office and your overall signature, that temperature of your energy field was 175 on the Hertz scale of frequencies. Now you come in, you get really relaxed. You allow me to release all the heaviness, all the junk, like right, all the constipation for you. Then you leave and all of a sudden your chi is flowing so much quicker. It's so much lighter and it's reaching all your meridians, all your pathways, all your chakras, all your energy centers, right? Mm -hmm. And so now you're leaving and you're floating up here. Well, we have different people in our lives and situations, right? That we're comfortable with. And usually they're resonating around the same frequency as us. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been like walking on eggshells with somebody and it physically hurts to be in the same room with them? Absolutely. You can feel it even if they're like upstairs and you're downstairs or you're in the building with them that they've like entered the building, their yuckiness. That's because their overall signature is so far out of the spectrum of yours that it physically hurts to be in their energy field. That's why when you vibe with someone, when you say yes. we vibe, I like you, I can instantly feel it. Yes. 
that's because your overall energy signature, it's, it's matching somewhere close. And then you amplify that positivity and then you keep going up. And so within that 21 days, you have a couple choices. One, now that you're floating up here, this stuff's going to be uncomfortable. One, you can chop it and allow it to slide off of you. And that could be a major reorganization of your life. I mean, it's not it's not my intention for people to get divorces or to leave relationships no, or quit their jobs, know, but, but, but it will feel physically uncomfortable and you will almost not be able to ignore it during these 21 days. Now, your second option, right, is to resonate back down into that lower frequency and then just amplify that misery loves company. And mm-hmm. then that negativity is amplified. And there you are back there comfortable in that in that dense vibration. Okay. So one, let it go Two, resonate back down, but then there's actually a third option. That third option is called entrapment. And that this is a positive entrapment. Have you ever had somebody get you out of a bad mood where they act so stupid and silly Mm -hmm. and they're like making silly faces and noises until you just Mm -hmm. crack a smile. That's them literally entrapping you in their higher frequency. So it takes like work to be this higher frequency and to resonate more permanently Mm -hmm. up here. But that really is the goal like when you're doing energy work is to continue allowing that like density to slough off of you so you can continue rising because the soul it wants to keep expanding and growing in in learning if you stay stagnant then that equals like depression Yep. Right. Our soul does not want to stay stagnant for too long and so now that we are awakened to that we start to kind of look around after we get energy work done and we're like, Ooh, what doesn't feel good? And guess what? If you don't move those things. And that's why I say to people, my number one rule is to not let anything fester because if it comes up and you're like, Ooh, I hate my job. I hate my job. I hate my job. And you're like, I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm just going to stuff it back down. That's literally a density and energy that comes up here. Let's say you, it's in your throat. You can feel it, right? Your, your jaw's hurting. Your neck is tight. You're um, having dental issues. So let's say it comes up and instead of moving it and doing something about it, like on the energetic sense, right? The reorganization sense, you swallow it back down. That's a hard pill to swallow. You Got swallow it. it back down, then lodging it back into your throat chakra. And next thing you know, you have like Hashimoto's disease, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So like we're smart, awakened, conscious, badass individuals at this point in our evolution, mm-hmm. where we are awakened to the reality that if we store and hold things in our bodies, that's going to directly affect our health and how we feel in the 3D. Absolutely. So yeah. Got to get it out of the way. You We've have to get it out of the way. The body keeps the score. I mean, yeah. however you want to slice and dice this, it's, yeah. it's it, it is all, uh, it's all intertwined, you know, yeah. I think about, um, all of the, the parallels with physical health, um, and physical fitness, mental health, mental fitness, and then there's energetic health and energetic fitness. I would even yes. go so far as to yeah. say, and mm-hmm. that's where we're touching on now. And I think where the concept that strings through all of it for me is that, this isn't about being happy all the freaking time. This isn't fa la la's and rainbows and butterflies all the time. This is about life being something that is you are capable of handling and that your recovery time should a challenge come up, should an obstacle arise that, you know, an impact 
you know, a, a yeah. fender, whether it's a fender bender you didn't see coming or it's an accident you caused, right? You know, that your recovery time is you're on the positive end of your own, you know, bank of, of good keeping that you'll, you'll bounce back quicker, you know, so much. So I would even like this, this, um, book that I consumed recently, um, positive intelligence talks about this adorable professor at Stanford named Shirzad. Um, he talks about PQ and, um, and your recovery time that the tailwinds and headwinds of negative, there's a negative vortex that surrounds people that are in, you know, it's, and it's headwinds, it's constant headwinds. Oh. And it is those P it's, do you ever just feel like you get in somebody's and they're just like, Rah. yes. And everything is just, Rah. yeah. And it's about problems and it's about problems and it's about things that are in the way and aren't that the things, the way things they used to be kind of thing. Right. Yes. And then there's positive vortex situations where, gosh, I don't know what it is about that person. I just love being around them. They're just so fun. I just, every time I, right. And so along the same lines as you're saying that we do create our energetic surroundings and these vortexes of headwinds and tailwinds that can take us in the directions that we're facing. Yes. Um, we get the opportunity as wonderful, magnificent, magical beings to pick the direction we're facing. We get Definitely. to pick the direction we're facing. Definitely. Crazy. Yeah. And it all comes down to, I think, is to figuring out what it is that you believe and what it is that you trust in. And if it is the universe, right? And trusting in life, then all of those obstacles, you can put that positive spin on it. Like, whoa, maybe the universe got me in this fender bender because I need to slow down and I need to take a rest and I need to listen to that rhythm of my life right now. Right. And so just, yeah, trusting in that, but getting clear as to what it is that you truly do believe, I think would be one of the first steps with that for sure. How do you practice mental fitness as a person who is so involved in other people's mental fitness? Like, how do you, <laughs> how do you stay mentally? Yeah. So one of the biggest things that have helped me, and I am also a hypnotherapist. So, and I know, I don't know if you knew that or not. I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> I did know it. Okay. And I'm yeah, fascinated so, by it. I'm fascinated yeah. by it. And so that is like really intermingling with the mental fitness topic is hypnotherapy and the power of our thoughts. And so what has helped me personally and, and how I started out kind of on this path was listening to guided meditation. So like when I'm ready and when I'm getting ready in the morning or when I wake up, a lot of times I like to listen to um positive affirmations or guided meditations or spoken word or even songs that have a positive message in them so that I can start retraining and rewiring my neural pathways for that day. So your neural pathways are actually these thoughts, ideas, and feelings, emotions that are laid down in our subconscious mind. And a lot of these are laid down and created from the ages from when we're born till about the age of 12, we're creating what's called our critical faculty. Mm -hmm. 
Now this is actually created from like our environment, right? So when they talk about kids that are little sponges, yeah, oh, wow. it's because they're laying down the pathways for what they think is right or wrong, what they think a healthy rela relationship looks like, what love is, what mm -hmm. their manners are, what their beliefs are, what they stand for, right? How they react to anger, how they handle hard situations. And so you're literally training the child brain, laying down these neural pathways, and then as adults, that is how we go out into the world and, and how we react. And so if there is a negative pathway that was formed from your environment and your critical faculty, then as adults, it's our job to recognize that and then be like our own bosses to help retrain that neural pathway. So let's say that you um, were always told when you were a little child that you were ugly and that you were worthless and that you were stupid and that you would never amount to anything. Well, then as an adult, we wake up and that neural pathway wakes up and it's literally like a little light. It's like a little addiction. It wants to light up and go down that pathway every single day. And it's really hard to like break free on our own oftentimes from that obsessive thought or from that way of thinking or reacting. And so what it takes actually is us going into a lower level of brainwave so that the words that we're listening to right? From the guided meditation or from the hypnosis session or the hypnotherapy recording that you're listening to, or even the I am statements that you're speaking back to yourself mm -hmm. can actually integrate and go through bypass the critical faculty into your unconscious mind where all of that stuff is formed. And then you can start to literally rewire and retrain your neural pathways with positive affirmations, mm -hmm. new ways of thinking, new habits. And so if you are consistently like waking up in the morning and as you're getting ready, listening to these guided meditations or I am statements and even speaking them to tone your energy field and have it match with your mind, right? Mm -hmm. Then that is going to be so super powerful. So that is one of my biggest secrets so is easy. the guided meditations. It's a lot different than like trying to just meditate and be like, okay, the feeling of my breath, mm -hmm. the texture mm -hmm. of the grass, right? Mm -hmm. The light in the room. No, this is like giving your mind a workout mm -hmm. and like your thoughts, a pathway. And so the big obstacle here is getting over pretending in your mind and using your visualization skills. And I think as adults, we feel like so silly to picture and pretend things. But for whoever is listening right now, know, know deeply and understand that your thoughts are literally creating things. They're creating pathways mm -hmm. in your brain. So listening to these guided meditations in that altered level of brainwave, which by the way, this is another thing that I use, right? To practice um, good mental hygiene and in good mental health, mental fitness is the belly breathing, the yes. belly. Breath, yes. Okay. Yes. So just going into that right now, talking about our brain waves, when you're in that gamma state, and even when you're in beta, but gamma is like that stress state where you're in fight, flight, freeze. And we go into it like literally when we're just driving in traffic these days, yeah. like we have such a weird response to stress as adult, as, as humans now. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
totally unnecessary. So when you're in these gamma states and you spike throughout the day, your body and your brain is actually getting flooded with horrible hormones, right? Mm -hmm. Your blood pressure is going down, your oxygen's decreasing, your inflammation is going up. So many negative things are happening in your brain, in your mind, and you're just storing and just like clenching all of that in. Okay. Right. And so if you actually activate the belly breath and it's called the diaphragmatic breath. It's in through your nose into your gut first. It's like a backwards breath. And then you fill up all the way up to your shoulders and you hold it at the top. When you're holding it here, your brain waves are flipping from that stress state to that alpha level brain wave. And then even into theta, which is rest and digest. When that is happening, so many good things are, are being flooded. Serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, boom, flooding your brain, lighting you up, natural antidepressant, like who knew, right? For sure. So taking my brainwaves from the stress state and intentionally spending time in those lower levels of brainwaves that we don't often go into in our everyday hustle and bustle of life, right? We're like waking state and then like sleep state, waking states. We don't hang out in that like right before sleep state, that zoned out state where all the good things are being juiced up in your body and you're actually flooding and lighting your brain up with natural antidepressants. So that is going to be another really awesome thing that I use on the daily for mental fitness is dipping into those lower levels of brain waves. Now I know as a light worker, I'm in the channeling state. I was doing the math the other day. I think I'm in the channeling state, probably 30 hours a week mm-hmm. doing sessions for people. Cause I dip into it when I'm doing hypnosis too. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in that brainwave level a lot, mm-hmm. right? And so it's easy for me to get there. It might not be so easy for somebody who spends a lot of their time, like in their mind, like just up here in their mental thought form, you might have to really bring the breath. And I mean like 10 belly breaths. Now, the other tool that I offer with everybody and that I like to combined with this breath is the power of your imagery, your intentional imagery and your thoughts are creating a difference. They literally are amplifying that, that which you are calling to bring in. And so I, I do the visualization with the breath for people. Um, and if that's something that we have time to do at the end that I could talk you guys through, then I'd love to do that. Um, but that's another one of my great tools. Another one. I have a couple. Sorry. No, no, no. That's why I'm here. I'm like juicing it up. Let's go juice me up sister. All right, sister. (laughs) Another one too is like allowing myself to feel bliss and joy, like releasing my inner child and just acting silly, being stupid, being goofy, dancing like a crazy person in public, like literally just allowing my inner child to be unleashed and to be free. I feel like that is so important for my mental fitness. If I'm like so serious and like so stoic all the time, right. Then I can't get that like lightheartedness, that lightness into my being. So allowing myself to be my inner child, um, that is one of my, my greatest tools too. And then doing my energy clearing routine. And I don't know if you were able 
to activate this during your 21 days at all, but basically it's about a nine to 10 minute routine that you do on your own, where it combines that belly breath that I'm talking about with your intentional imagery, but it takes you a little bit further. It connects you with the center of the earth and then invites you to literally breathe the densities through your physical body and dump them. And I always tell people, if we're not creating a highway to release anything, like through your thoughts and with your breath, then you will forever hang on to them. You, then you will become diseased. You will have illness in your body that will form. It might not be now. It might be like 10 years down the road, but our organs take the beating. Our body takes the beating. So creating the highway to release. So being like my own badass mental coach and being like, okay, I'm going to pretend these things and I'm going to practice these things. I might feel kind of silly, but like, yeah, that feels good. And yeah, I am creating a highway to release. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. The other and, thing too, go and, ahead. And you're cre creating a, it, it, you are creating just a whole new path. I mean, you're, you are rewiring. And so it's, it's laying, I mean, it's a different direction than what I'm hearing is it's the illness versus wellness. It's a choice of filling my time with, um, with all the, like with symptoms or filling my time with release of, yes. right. Because yes. the symptoms piling up are the, is, is just, it's where on the illness side of things, the dis-ease side of things. And I always point to my left for some reason, it feels like it's over here. Cause it's just, that's your female like, side. Yeah. Ah, right. Yeah. And, and where the wellness is like, re it's, it's education of your body of your brain, your spirit, your mint, your, your, all of it. It's from the uh -huh. inside to the outside energetic, your 10 foot, it is. everything within your 10 foot radius, right. Yeah. Or whatever you're, you are. Yep. And that's where that fitness is coming. And I have goosies just listening to yeah. you talk about yeah. It's, it's true. Cause we have a choice. Like we don't have to be stuck in those racing thoughts. Like we, oh. it, it is time for us to be our own bosses and to be our own mental coaches and to start picturing, visualizing that at which we are calling in. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And even more that. importantly too, for my mental fitness that my next one is writing it down, but then speaking it, mm -hmm. right. Like speaking it. And so that's what we call toning your frequency and toning your mind and energy. There's something about pen to paper and then speaking it. And then the last one is visualizing as if you have already received it. And that really is like the juiciness to yes. it, right? Yes. Is going into a state, like get into your alpha level brainwave, dump everything, and then get into a state where you're putting yourself there as if you have already received. And so that's another thing that I offer through hypnotherapy and with my clients is speaking and acting as if, mm -hmm. as if you have already received that blessing, but like feeling it, like actually allowing yourself to feel grateful that you've already received it mm -hmm. and it will be. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. That's beautiful. Yeah. Another one too is noticing like when I have a reaction to something yes. like, yes, for sure. And so if I notice that I have a fiery reaction to something, whether it be like anything right on the lower spectrum of emotions, then I'm going to explore like why I'm triggered because obviously we know that that's probably because I have some deeper aspects to go into within that. Mm -hmm. Um, and just figuring out like, why did that bother me so much? Like, why am I getting triggered about this? Right. So definitely honoring those and not letting that fester yeah. in 
you know, and I keep on saying like, don't let anything fester. And so what that looks like is like speaking it, singing it, screaming it, shaking it out of your body, uh, like working out right. Until you, until you get it going on a power walk, um, doing art, right. Uh, connecting with friends and sharing your story, communicating, uh, doing your creation, whatever it is, it's like so different than just, um, you know, just doing like talk therapy. It's a little bit different. We want to like physically move it out if you have that racing thought. Okay. So screaming it, like you might have to go scream until it's out of your body and out of your frequency. I've literally had to just scream it out Yeah, and showers. Oh yeah. And it's now water. It's like, and so if I'm, I have this, I have a need to be with like water is the calming, you know, just get me my mental fix for uh, sure. You know, run up to horse tooth, get on the water and yeah, let it soak in, you know, for sure. And, you know, speaking of water too, um, one of my best tricks that I have, if I'm ever feeling sort of, uh, low vibrating, like ugh, in my energy field, or I feel like I'm kind of catching a cold, which by the way, since I became a light worker, like I haven't had a single cold sinus infection, like I've injured my back and stuff, but, but either way at any time, if I'm feeling even low at all, or I might think like I might be getting sick at all. This is what I do. I get into the shower and I start speaking to myself into my body. I am healthy and strong. 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 And then I actually start saying it really loud. And then I actually start screaming it when I'm in the shower. I am healthy. I am strong in my cells. I mean, you can feel my poor husband, right? He's probably like, what? (laughs) Your fun husband. He's like, what? I'm telling you that will literally, you'll get out of the shower, just like on a yeah. whole different plane. Yeah. Like, well, I just nipped that in the butt. Right. <laughs> and then also breathing it out with your belly breath and with the visualization of the sickness coming out. Right. So bringing the breath, but then speaking very loudly and strongly with that intention to convince yourselves that yes, you are healthy and strong. Yes, okay. That sounds like something a young, yeah. a young person could adopt very easily. Yes. And, and yeah, I mean, I For think sure. about my 13 year old, he would adore that. Like yeah. it, it, it gives you the control back, right? Like yeah. Not just, we're not just victims of all this crap handed down to us. We have oh. you know, pains in this and yeah. scream about it. If that's you can, it. your cells love it when you talk to them, yeah. actually, you could shape shift into anything. I, I know. I yeah. It. I also think that like honing my intuition and having a strong like spiritual practice is a huge part of mental fitness too. And whatever that means for you, if it's like, Jesus, God, the white light, Buddha, the mother load source, whatever it is, right. Just like making sure that you set time aside to connect with that so that you can become more in tune with your Dharma and with your soul's purpose. And it's like one of the worst things that you can do for your energy field and for your thoughts. If you want to get stuck in a negative cycle, then do something you hate for a living and stay at that job. If you want to love your life and be on a higher vibrational plane and call in abundance easily, naturally, and normally without too much effort, then do something that like your inner child is passionate about and like 
totally likes, right? For yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. That. Yeah. The be do have of, of the equation, it needs to be rearranged, which is where I finally got and came to you saying, help me just be, I just need to be, I just need to yeah. be like, get rid of all this shit around me. Just let sure. me be for a few minutes in your presence and, yeah. um, and let you do your thing. And I'll just lay here and be mm-hmm. <laughs> it was beautiful it is and here beautiful. You are. yeah um we exist with these teams of our own special people you know our tribe and I think what I'm realizing in my own pursuit of mental fitness is you know if I ever take this show on the road I have got my entire team identified and uh yeah you're on it you're on oh, the team so you. you know and it's it's good well you, in and out you can just come in and out as it yes. you know, we're we we offer yes. different levels so. different for the frequency yes. right yes <laughs> you're my chief frequency officer uh my cfo everyone should have mm-hmm. one because um it is it's it's i am um, at the end of the day, responsible for this and for all the good that it has in store waiting to get out. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, you've talked a lot about essence and that light force, that light source, that just that inner knowing that I believe I absolutely believe every single solitary person, I can turn and look at them and I can boil it down to an essence that deserves that breathes that, um, through whatever life has unfolded is, is inside layers upon layers upon layers of hard cement, wet cement, you know, powder, like just Mm. kinds of different shapes and sizes, you know, and, and different places. Um, And so, you know, connecting with you and, and having you help, um, me find my own essence and tap into that knowing um that's important to me mm. I know and you just, do that yeah way. and out of curiosity how how was that experience during that 21 days post reiki when densities came up were you able to shift them a little easier and then what happened i think that I was a rubber band ready to snap. Um, when I saw you, I, I felt like I had experienced a form of a heart attack sitting in my chair mm. um, by myself. And so the 21 days after seeing you was a flood of um, release and completely re like refocusing where like mm. we got to reprioritize this shit because this yeah. is and what's crazy is that it's been within sobriety too like I've been sober for now almost four years and so this was all supposed to happen like in the first year right no <laughs> no I wasn't ready for this part right this next level of me 
Yes. I wasn't ready yet. It's been multiple years to get to this part where I get to connect with people like you and start to really look at those 21 days were, they were intense. Hell yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But they were this they November was when I started unraveling and, and coming clean with a lot of stuff. So, yeah. And it doesn't stop after 21 days. Like those are just the most like, yeah. Like I think my first experience with Reiki was beautifully, wonderfully rewarding. Good. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And it's a part of my own mental fitness plan. Absolutely. Good. So take us out um, with closing thoughts and um, like how we can leave on a, on a wonderful note um, with folks listening. Yeah. About five minutes. Um, So, yeah, I challenge everybody that's listening to perhaps take out your phone and record a couple statements or I am statements that you're wanting to cultivate into your life and then listen to your own voice, Mm -hmm. sit down and receive the transmission by breathing deeply into your belly and out through your mouth, allowing all your muscles to relax so that you can dip into that alpha level brainwave where the words can then actually penetrate and start to create new pathways for you. So if you all want to join together, I can talk us through just a quick little belly breath and exercise, um, just a three minute quick uh, connection. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So go ahead and find a comfy position in your body, readjusting, straightening your spine, and just begin to take a couple deep breaths. Now, as you're breathing naturally and normally, but deeply, just let your shoulders drop. Notice that connection that you have with whatever surface is supporting you. And you're just simply following along. You're allowing my words to create pictures, to create images in your mind. I'd like for you to start to take a slow inhale through your nose, going right into your belly. Stretch and fill your lungs and hold at the top. And exhale through your mouth, nice and super slow. Good, now twice more. This time picture you are breathing in crystal clear cleansing oxygen and that you're exhaling stress in the form of smoke. Now this could be black, It could have a density to it, a certain texture. It doesn't even matter. Just continue to do this belly smoke breath until you can use the power of your mind to watch your out breath go totally clear. That's right, using your intention and the power of your own mind to pretend, to picture or sense that your exhale is going totally clear. 
And whenever that feels good and clear to you, you can allow your breathing to settle right back down, right into that chest. Re-explore that normal, that natural rhythm. Start to wiggle your fingers, your toes. And if your eyes are not already open, gently blink them back open. Coming back into awareness, back into your presence of the here and now. So hard to open your eyes. I understand, friends. <laughs> ah. Refocusing. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. I appreciate everything about you, and I appreciate you spending time with me, and Promise me we'll get back together. I I have much more to think out loud with you about. Oh, I promise, my dear. There are so many more, so many more things for us to dive deep into. Thank you for having me.